Welcome to another episode of the show. Here's what's coming up on the New Channel Sports Podcast. I, I, I hate Alonzo Ball. <laughs> I really do. And it's not, it's not all on him. I think he has a lot of pressure. I remember telling you that LeBron James had the most pressure coming into the NBA. Absolutely. Lonzo Ball has passed him. Okay. <laughs> and it's because of his father. I Absolutely. mean, his father has put a target on him pretty much coming into the league. And then he have all these other off-the-court issues. I don't like his form. I think he has great basketball IQ. But he's going to have to adjust when he gets into the league. He's going to have to fix some things. You're tuned into the new Channel Sports Podcast. The ultimate sports talk podcast. Welcome to the new Channel Sports Podcast. I am Oenyi. Thank you guys for tuning in t- to the show today. Oh, we really, really, really appreciate it. What's going down, Trey? Not much, man. I know it's NBA draft night, but I want to give a shout out to Cowboy Nation, man. I'm, I've been missing the Cowboy Nation. You know, we're ready. What are you, what are you ready for? NFC East title, first round bye in the playoffs. And NFC Championship. Game. Well, what the first round bye get you guys last year? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> anyway, uh, you're not gonna say, you know, Laker Nation. Okay, there you. You go. know it's coming. There you go. You know it's coming. There you go. So Man. draft. The draft happened the other night. I told you, Markel Fultz, Lonzo Ball, number one and number two in the draft. NBA is going crazy, man. You know, they said the in Philadelphia they're screaming the feds are coming. The feds are coming. I guess that's their new nickname for the <laughs> for the kids. Fultz, MB, Dario Sarkic, and Ben Simmons, man. They're they're gonna be a good team. And yeah, yeah. Allegedly, I was hearing that they they've sold out all their home games already. Wow. Yeah. Philly's ready. Philadelphia. Yeah. Philly's so. ready. But you notice, you know, these two. I mean, these three teams. It's the Celtics. They had a third pick. The Lakers had number two pick, and Philadelphia had number one pick. They're trying to to bring it to where I'm not saying anybody's trying to. No conspiracy, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not into conspiracy theories, but those are three teams that the NBA needs to be good. You know, yeah. The Lakers, true. the Celtics, they want to bring that rivalry back. The Celtics were good last year, um, and then Philadelphia, they haven't been good in so long. It's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a minute. I saw you know even you know like the Orlando Magic's been so bad for a long time. They've yeah. been like in the top five like five years in a row. Yeah. And the and the NBA does need these teams to be. It's no secret that when the Lakers and Celtics are good, the NBA the attendance is better. Everything is better. But I think what I saw, t- you know, watching the draft and something that just sticks out to me, you know, was there's a lot of kids being. T- I mean, kids. You know, I'm freshman in college. To me, the, the, they're kids. Right. And they're being taken in these drafts, man, and I like to see it. And it was kind of anticlimactic because I think we saw we expected quite a few things to happen in that draft. But the college basketball system, they need to fix it, you know, to start paying these kids or making these kids stay a little bit longer because I think it's I, I think they're going to continue to see some of these teams. There's a reason you keep seeing the Lakers and Celtics and Sixers and Magic, you know, at the top of the draft because they're drafting these kids that aren't ready to play in the NBA. And I don't think that they're not. I mean, there's a few exceptions here and there, but if they continue to draft these 18, 19 year old kids and they're not making those teams better, then we're going to keep seeing those teams, you know, at the bottom of the 
at the bottom of the list when it comes to rankings at the at the NBA, and obviously at the top of the list when it comes to the the lottery. Yeah, I think two years. Just stay in college for two years, then you can come out. I mean, that's good for NBA and it's good for college basketball. Yeah, I agree. I, I can't even tell you the last time I really just was invested in college basketball myself. So, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, a lot of talent, man, a lot of talent. But I mean, you know, maybe pay these kids something or give them a little more, you know, something that's going to allow them to, you know, help the schools out because the schools making money off these kids. So I'd lo- I'd love to see them come up with some type of compensation plan for these kids and watching these kids. Um, Jason Tatum from Duke, you know, ten, he almost burst out in tears coming from single family homes and are struggling. So when you got a chance to go make that money, I don't blame them. I don't blame the kids one bit. They're just doing what the system is making them do. So. Yeah, they don't want to risk getting hurt or anything else I don't like blame that either. Make yeah, that money. They, I, I don't blame them either. So let's, let's talk. Let's get into the, the top two picks. Okay, Lonzo Ball, uh, Markel Fultz. Um, I'm just going to jump right into it. Who do you think is going to have a better career? You know, being a Laker fan, I was hoping that they went another direction with their pick, and I'll talk about that here in just a little bit. But with Markel Fultz going to Philadelphia, I think he's going to have an opportunity to shine a little quicker than what Ball will, because Ball's going to be on the Laker team, unless they get Paul George and make some changes really quickly, that aren't going to be very good. So Lonzo might shine individually, but as a team, they're not going to be able to do very well. But I think Fultz and the Sixers are going to have the chance to make some noise in, in, a, in, in my opinion, a weaker Eastern Conference than the Western Conference. Yeah, I, I like Fultz a lot. Yeah. I really do. I think he has all the tools to become an uh, NBA superstar in the league. I, I, I hate Lonzo Ball. <laughs> I really do. And it's not, it's not all on him. I think he has a lot of pressure. I remember telling you that LeBron James had the most pressure coming into the NBA. Absolutely. Lonzo Ball has passed him. Okay. (laughs) And it's because of his father. I mean, his father has put a target on him pretty much coming into the league. And then he have all these other off the court issues. I don't like his form. I think he has great basketball IQ, but he's going to have to adjust when he gets into the league. He's going to have to fix some things. And I just don't know. That's going to stun his growth. I, th- I think you're right. And Markel Fultz, you know, was wasn't on varsity as a junior in high school. So this is a person, a kid who, you know, a couple years ago wasn't even good enough to play varsity basketball. Uh, I understand that he's into like extreme sports and stuff like that. So I like uh-huh. the fact. I like his story. I love Markel Fultz's story. And he's a scorer. So I think he's going to obviously. Anytime you could score the basketball the way that kid could score, uh, he's going to be successful uh, in the NBA. Now, Talonzo Ball, Lonzo Ball, and Lavar Ball have gone into, have gotten into the quandary that a lot of young athletes are, and the pressure that their parents put on these kids and the spotlight that they put on them. Lonzo Ball is obviously a really good basketball player. But, but like their, you their said, dad has done it to the 100th power, though. No, I you agree. Know? Yeah, so. I agree. And I think that he he receives a lot of the negative press. I heard that he even put in an application to go up on the stage and meet Adam Silver. Uh, and the NBA declined that. So that way he couldn't go up there. And I think he's still living vicariously through all of his sons. And exactly. unfortunately, it's not over. Uh, his two younger sons have committed to UCLA. And I guess uh, recently he came out and said that one of them won't even make the NBA. That's the type of father he is. So, you know, I, I've got kids of my, my own, and I want them to be successful. I would love for them to play sports. But I think at some point in time, parents have got to step away. And I, I, I want to see LeVar step away and let us get Lonzo. And as a Laker fan, you know, watching his highlights, 
these critics know a lot more about this type of stuff than I do because they're in it all the time. He right. looks like he can develop and be a good player. Magic can help him with that, but Lavar's got to go. Lavar's not going anywhere. He's not. He's he, he's too too in, influential to Alonso. He's not. I don't think he's going anywhere. You know, maybe we can get him on the show and talk about it. Yeah, sure. I mean, I don't think we have high enough listeners for him to want to come on the show. He, he's all about <laughs> listeners, so uh, I don't know if he's going to come on the show. I feel sorry for Lonzo Ball. I really do. I, I just, I think he's going to be become one of these players that his fall is going to be so disastrous. That's just, I, I see bust written all over Lonzo Ball. Unfortunately, I, unfortunately, I see that too. And now that he's a part of the Laker Nation. Shout out, Laker Nation. Uh, I got a root for him, but he's got to get those shoes were ugly. I haven't I mean, seen the shoes oh, yet. Oh, you don't want to see them. They, they were, I mean, <laughs> come on, man. Like, I mean, that's just, no. No, no, no. Are but they still like $500? Probably. And now that wow. they're Laker colors, probably more. Wow. But, I mean, I just can't. I, I just want I want to get rid of the, I know it's Showtime and it's LA and everything else. I want to get rid of that. Like, I want to get, we want to get back to winning and not worried about the distractions that his dad's going to be. Now the dad's going to probably be down there front row, you know, yeah. very, very close. Yeah. Like, I just, he's got to, and I think it's entertaining for him. And there's some people who think it's very entertaining, but he's got to back up. And hopefully Magic Johnson and, and Luke Walton can, you know, help with that and let us see Lonzo play. I mean, his statistics don't lie. You know, I'm a stats guy and he... You know, statistically, he shot 70-plus percent from the field and 41 percent from three-point range. So he got, he's got he got game, but I just need his dad. I need that distraction now. It's a totally different now. We're going to turn it up a notch in, in the NBA. Yeah, he's not going anywhere, though. I think if you put the right players around him, though, maybe. I don't know. But I just – I don't see it. Markel Fultz, though, on the other hand, I, I see it. Yeah, he, like his future is bright. He wants it, and he has no fear, man. Like he's yeah. he's just he's he can do a lot. I mean, at, at six five, uh, he's got like a six ten wingspan. They say so. Mm-hmm. At six five, that's actually that's actually really nice yeah, as a yeah. guard uh, to be able to do that. He can defend somewhat, uh, but he's not. What he's gonna have to work on is that defensive game. And in Philadelphia, they, I mean, they can give up a lot of points, but if they can all get healthy. Uh, and he's going to have help with Ben Simmons bringing the ball up the floor, and they're going to be good, man. I mean, towards the end of the year, uh, this past season, you saw, you know, you know, flashes of them being really good. I think they've got a they've got a bright future, though. So we're agreeing on this, basically. We're yeah. saying that Volts is going to be better than Vol. Yeah, yeah. yeah I no mean, I, uh, initially, initially, hmm. I'm going to say that. No, I'm no, gonna, I, initially and onward. No, I'm, I'm going to hold that. I'm going to say I, I think I have a better that's rookie a, that's season. That's a Laker fan talking. I'm going to say I have a better rookie season, but after, you know, after that, the ball's got a bright I mean, ball's got the, a, a huge upside if he can get rid of the distractions. That's what I think is going to take him get rid of the distractions, come out, be his own man and just play basketball. Uh, what I see for Lonzo Ball, the only reason I, I disagree with you is cuz he's in LA. Like that's a nerd distraction within itself. If he was playing in Utah, but he's from LA, right? And, and that's Some even worse. I get you. You I know, you. when you're playing in the city that you're from, this is similar to um, Aaron Hernandez. You know, Aaron Hernandez couldn't really get you away. Don't think Lonzo Ball's gonna kill nobody? No, 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 no. Uh. I don't. I don't think that. No, <laughs> no. I'll just say, like, when you're when you play. In a city that you're from, it's really hard exactly. to get rid of those distractions. Absolutely. I mean, and I think he he has to, if he wants to be successful. You know, his father, everything else around him, he has to get rid of that stuff. And I just don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna do it. Yeah, if you, I mean, if you ask Phil Jackson, I think Phil Jackson refers to those people as a posse. Right. Um, <laughs> and, and I think Lonzo Ball has a family around him, not right. a posse. Uh, but 
you're right. That's going to be hard. That's going to be really hard. But when you think about, you know, there's a, a, a kid that played with the Lakers from my hometown, Converse, um, Texas. And shout out to the Judson Rockets. But uh, Jordan Clarkson, he's a little different now that he's in LA. I mean, it's the, it's the glitz, the glamour, the the, the lifestyle. Uh, but when you bring in somebody like Paul George and then you bring in LeBron James and Russell Westbrook, um, then... Well, yeah. What are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> that would be all, when ridiculous. Bring, when we bring all those in, then oh, Alonzo will okay. be right. <laughs> I'm going to go over there and pinch you and, and wake you up, man, because you're obviously dreaming. Yes, I am. But, I you know, am. the NBA this week has been pretty busy. Tell me about it. So Jimmy Butler is on his way to Minnesota. Out of there. He's He's going to be playing with Ricky Ricky Rubio, Wiggins, Wiggins, Mm -hmm. and there's one more person. Carl Anthony Towns. Carl Anthony Towns. And that's... That's going to be a problem. That's going to be a big problem for those players. And people are sleeping on Ricky Rubio. Uh, I I I really really like uh, Ricky Rubio, but for if 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 Andrew Wiggins can decide to play some defense, and then they can decide who's going to have the ball in their hands um, between the two of them, I think they're going to be dangerous. Mm. Dangerous. They've lost the most games after having double digit leads than anybody in the NBA last year. Really, and still had thirty one wins. And so they're going to be a good basketball team. They gave up, you know, Zach Levine, who's a really good player, Chris Dunn, and then that number seven pick that, you know, that they flipped for for the Bulls. But they're going to be a good team, man. I think I, I honestly think, and you could mark the tape, but uh, that I think that move instantly makes them a seventh or eighth seed in the West. Yeah, the Timberwolves. I can see that they're going to be. Who is it? Uh, who was um, the last seed last year in the playoffs? Uh, Portland. Portland, mm-hmm. Portland, Portland always surprises me every year, though. Yeah. So I think they can pass up Portland. I think this is pretty much going to help Rookie Rubio the most. Absolutely, because he has to. This is this is the point in time in his career where he has to do something. He has to show Minnesota something, right? Because he has been on the trading block for the past couple of years as well. Yeah. But, so if he can't do it this year, I, I think he's going to be shipped out. But you know, Carl Anthony Towns played like a madman, and he's had a, a great career in the couple years he's been in the NBA but what Carl Anthony Towns is going to be able to do now with Jimmy Butler stretching the floor I mean Carl Anthony Towns is going to be even better than what he was before Uh, so I I think that in coach Thibodeau who's coached Jimmy Butler in Chicago he knows him very well Butler knows the system well so it's not like he's gonna have to learn anything new I'm, I'm I mean I'm excited you know, and the Timberwolves, it's not a team that you really hate, that you really love. So those are one of those teams that if they do start doing well, you can kind of, you know, get behind them and say, like, cool, as a fan. So I'd like to see them do well. It's about time that they they earn the the right to get in the playoffs and, and make a, and make a difference. But losing some of the players they like, I mean, Chris Dunn I thought was going to be a little, have a little bit better campaign. Uh, Zach Levine is turning himself into a little, you know, a household name. So uh, kudos to them for for robbing the Bulls right. uh, and getting uh, Jimmy Butler in my mind. And all this does, though, is make the path for LeBron easier because now you see all these players. Jimmy Butler was playing the Eastern Conference. Now he's going to the Western Conference. Paul George might be going from Indiana to L.A. Or San Antonio. Or San or Antonio. <laughs> or Houston. So what does LeBron have left over there to compete against? But what has he had over there to compete no, against? No, I, I understand that. But now the West is going to be ridiculous you yeah. have new orleans pelicans who had davis and cousins who are trying to jail together then you have butler with minnesota if paul george decides to go to the lakers you have that if chris paul decides to 
go to San Antonio with Blake Griffin, I mean, from one to eight, I mean, yeah. this, this is going to be ridiculous. That's why I told you, George, James, they're coming to Los Angeles, and Westbrook will be there soon. So we, the, we, LeBron we James, the LeBron James is not leaving the Eastern Conference to come to he's the Western going, Conference. He's got that's you know what? If he does that, then he's going to get past that hump. Like okay, you said I didn't have anybody. Now I made it to the Western Conference Final with the Lakers four years in a row. We won three championships. It's not happening. Yeah, I, I already it's see not it. Happening. I'm going to be like LeVar Ball. I'm going to speak it into existence. Adam Silver would, <laughs> would not let it happen. Hey, as, soon, as soon as <laughs> it was getting ready to start, Adam Silver would be like, no, 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 this is not happening. They already, they already put a, a, a next to one of our plans with Chris Paul. Like That that already happened. The NBA cannot interfere again. I'm going to speak it into existence like LeVar Ball and say now that Paul George and LeBron James will be Lakers. Okay. If you say so. <laughs> so <laughs> another, another trade that happened earlier this week, which is interesting to me, Dwight Howard, he spends one year in Atlanta, and now he's going to be playing with the Charlotte Hornets. He right. played with the Rockets, I think, three years with James Harden. Now, I was like, you know, I'm a Rockets fan, this, so everybody knows I'm a Rockets fan. When Dwight Howard came to Houston, I was like, oh, yeah, this is it. Here Choke we go. City. <sighs> I said, this is it. Here we go. We're going to do this. Uh, but Dwight left. Uh, he went to Atlanta. Dwight is a very, very interesting story to me. Because when he was in Orlando, he was the face of Orlando. And it seemed like he was on his way to Shaq status, pretty much. Mm-hmm. But kind of, sort of. Now, I'm not, I'm not comparing him to Shaq. You know, Shaq is a way better, way more dominant player. But now he's falling off the face of the earth. It's almost now like he has to prove something in Charlotte. And I don't know if he can do that, honestly. I pretty much lost all faith in Dwight Howard right now. You know, I think you and everybody else did. And I think he was traded to Charlotte for a Snickers, a Twix, and mm-hmm. a Kit Kat. That's about what... There wasn't a Reese's thrown in there? <laughs> maybe a Reese's. Okay. Okay. Maybe two. Like, it's just, I don't understand. Like, I, I really don't understand. Dwight Howard, I, I don't know that anybody has fallen from grace. He was practically the face of the NBA. He was a bona fide superstar. Mm-hmm. Goes to Los Angeles, is guest shows you his know, I colors. forgot all about his stint in LA. Yeah, because it was that brief and it was irrelevant. And and now he's getting, I mean, he, imagine this, the you return home. Right. You would go back home to try and prove a point, bring a championship, and they get rid of you. They get rid of you. <laughs> Like, you no, know what it was? You. you know what it was? He started talking about shooting three pointers. <laughs> yeah, even they knew he was. And crazy. they were like, "Oh no, yeah, we can't have this. Even we are shipping knew. you out of here." Yeah, I, you need I, to hit some free throws first before you start talking about shooting three pointers. Yeah, and Dwight Howard, he was serious about this. Like, oh, yeah. I'm going to start, you know, working on my three point shot and all this stuff. You know, the league is changing. Blah blah blah. Yep. Now he's in Charlotte. But the thing with Charlotte is, if he can stay in his lane and and help that team out with Kimba Walker. Nick Batum, they drafted Malik Monk, um, and Dwight Howard. They're not going to have a bad team if he can do what he's supposed to do. I mean, this guy is still averaging 14 and 12, 14 and 13. I mean, Mm -hmm. like, that's not bad. I mean, nowadays that gets you $18 million a year. Do do you remember our conversation about impactful stats? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Dwight Howard has absolutely no impactful stats right now in in this point of his career. I... If someone told me that Dwight Howard could be on my team, I would be like, no, I, I do not want this guy on my team. And it's not just that. It's off-the-court stuff, too. 
even though he's not really a bad guy, it's just something about his aura, something about the way he presents himself. Man, he doesn't take things very seriously. Right. Uh, and he just, he plays around too much. So, I'm, I, I mean, I'm all for him, you know, having a good time and stuff like that. But for him now, I mean, I mean people are comparing him to like, John Sally now, like he's, it's like a laugh. It's, he's like the laughing stock of the NBA right now. And to think that other teams passed on him because they knew this, they, they knew the type of person that he was. And now he's getting traded for, you know, Marco Bellinelli. I mean, like in a second round pick, I mean, like who, who does that? For the white Howard. Yeah. You know, you, I would have never thought that when he was in Orlando. No, you no. know, he was a, you know, pretty much the centerpiece of that team with, you know, Rashard Lewis and Hito Turkoglu and those guys. You know, and another thing that happened, too, during the course of his career, I don't know if you know if you remember that um, little incident he had with Stan oh, Van Gundy. Yeah, yeah. And he was, I forgot what happened exactly, but he was talking to the media and Stan kind of threw him under the bus kind of thing. And, you know, it's little things like that. And then you have the things that happened with him and Kobe. Kobe despises Dwight Howard. I don't care what anybody says. He's lazy. I, I don't, those weren't his words. <laughs> <laughs> they were a little bit more vulgar. They were. Yeah. They were. So, I mean, Kobe hates Dwight Howard. Yeah, but I mean, when when you, I mean, he was slam dunk. He was Superman. You know, he was that person that and that slam dunk contest was so whack. He man. got traded for Miles Plumley and Marco Bellinelli and the forty first pick in the draft. Dwight Howard. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't get it. Like, I, I don't I don't get it. So, I, I I mean, he's one of those. I hope he just turns it around. I hope he can turn it around and do well in Charlotte. He, he will have, you know, Michael Jordan there to to help hopefully lead him and, you know, maybe get him on the right track. I don't think his career is done. At least I hope not. No, his career is not done. But he's he's not going to turn it around. He's stuck in his ways. He's played for five teams. But he's, he's not he's not gonna turn around. First yet. team all defense, first team all NBA, and he's played for five teams and his career is not even over. Not even close to being over. How is he now? Thirty three, maybe? Maybe. Yeah. 30, 33, 32 30. or thirty three. Yeah, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Like that's just I don't yeah, thirty one, I think. Yeah. And so I don't know. Hopefully hopefully he'll turn it around. But Charlotte, I mean, trust me when I tell you, Charlotte is gonna be they're gonna be good if he can pl- stay in his lane and, and, and not I, be a I don't cancer. think see I disagree with you. They're not gonna be good. They're good already. They made the playoffs last year? Yeah. Did they? Well, no. No, 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 no they no, didn't. No. Not they last did not. year. They made the playoffs before that. The right. Before that. That's, That's what I'm they, thinking. Yeah, you're last thinking year. about last year. No, no, no. Yeah. Dwight Howard is not gonna make them better. If anything, Dwight Howard is gonna make things more complicated down there. Cause then he's gonna be thinking, you know what, guys, I want the ball in the post. I want to shoot three pointers and all this other nonsense. And it's just I don't think it's gonna work out. Yeah, but if you but if if you know this is it, like if you know that like it's it's all or nothing right here. Well you can't just change overnight though. Even though when he was in Houston and he left, I didn't feel like he was really a problem or the problem. It was a combination of Dwight Howard and James Harden. Where does he go from here though? Like it's, it's, he's at the point in his career where he's got to he's gotta fall in or fall out. This is it. Like you you can't play for no, you can't play for five teams at the caliber player you are. Caliber player you are, play for five different teams. Be basically, he wasn't really. I, I don't know. He's not really that good. Let's let's, well, just, well, let's just say it. He's he, not that. Good. He hasn't been that good since since Orlando. And even in Orlando, people were thinking that he was going to get better. Right. Right. It wasn't like he was at a point in his career where like, oh gosh, this guy's a superstar. 
even though there was a point that he was a superstar, but it wasn't based off his play. Right. It was just based off of his popularity. Right. But I think he'll get with Jordan and he's got to get back in the lab. He's got to get some work done. I just don't want to see the guy just fall off the face of the earth. His jumper never got better. His free throw percentage never got better. His post moves never got he's better. He's gotten worse year <laughs> after year. Let me tell you something right now. If Hakeem Olajuwon cannot help you, then you're done. That that's just that's how I feel. Hakeem, he spent I don't know how long he spent with Hakeem. But Hakeem and him were doing one-on-one stuff and all this other stuff. And Dwight Howard, he still didn't get any better. Well, he's just got to get help from a better quality center than no, 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 no. Hakeem Olajuwon is the greatest center ever known to man, okay? And like I said, that's that's two right there. That's two, Trey. That's two. Okay. No more Houston jabs. No more. Okay. Uppercut. I'm going to tell everybody your address on this <laughs> <laughs> on this podcast so they can come find you. Yeah. Okay. My bad, H Town. Oh, he he doesn't mean it, guys. <laughs> he doesn't mean it, guys. But anyway, yeah. Like if Hakeem Olajuwon can't help you, then you're 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 pretty much screwed. Okay. You saw what he did with Kobe. After Olajuwon worked out with Kobe, Kobe had I was like, oh my goodness. Kobe did that just as a service for the dream. <laughs> so anyway, let's shift over. I want to talk about Chris Paul a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Paul. Man, he's he's a great point guard. Let's just say he goes to San Antonio. Does that does that put San Antonio over the hump? I think if San Antonio is able to get a Kevin Love to help him or get somebody else, I don't think Chris Paul and Kawhi Leonard are enough. But the the Clippers have been pretty much everybody in the West, you know, stepchild, I guess. But I mean, does that make Chris Paul weak for going to the Spurs? For going to a contender? No. Why? Because it's because the team he's coming from. You want to talk about the choking? Are good. You want to talk about no? They are they're a choke job for real. If you want to talk about choking, I mean, the Clippers but, are the definition of choking. But well, are you trying to compare this to Kevin Durant? Are you trying? Is everybody going with well, this? I'm just asking. Like I'm just I, it's, I, it's, I just don't know what to think about. I I respect Chris Paul and I don't despise the Spurs, even though I despise their fans. But Chris Paul. I mean, when all these people jumping, are we going to get rid of? I'm just trying to set the precedence here. Are we getting rid of the weak move conversations and like? But that's not a weak move. Why? It's, it's totally different. Why you're from going what to a Kevin 50 Durant. plus win team, a team who's won, been won 50 plus game 20 years in a row. But the Clippers, the Clippers, look, 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 the Clippers. Like I said, they're a choke job. Okay, and the Clippers, every year they go to the playoffs, they find a new way. To lose a game. But are they better than OKC? Haven't they been better no, than OKC? No. They've never been better than OKC. In the past, They on paper, they might have looked better, but they were never better than OKC. Kevin Durant left a team that was had a 3-1 lead on the opposing team, and he went to that team. So we're talking about head-to-head matchups. That's the problem. That's the problem. Because, I mean, I, I remember there was a time where the, the Clippers hadn't won in San Antonio in like 20-plus games, mm-hmm. which was like 10 years. Mm-hmm. Like, the, like San Antonio's owned the Clippers. I mean, literally owned the Clippers. And I think for the last couple of seasons, the Clippers have been maybe two games behind OKC, you know, from 13, 14, 15, 16. Like, they were only a couple games behind. So they were right there. They were two and three, three and four. They were all right so are, there. So are you playing devil's advocate, or do you really think that if Chris Paul leaves, it's a weak move? I don't think any of them are weak moves. I'm just trying to say, because I know that right now, people, because of Chris Paul, the respect that Chris Paul has earned, 
um, and the team that he'd be going to, I don't think people are going to say it's a weak move, even though he's going to it. He would be going to a team that has smacked them around year after year. But the Rockets have smacked the Clippers around as well. The Clippers were getting smacked around by a lot of teams. Golden State smacked them around. Right. So but he's tired of going to the playoffs and losing and then losing in embarrassing fashion. So isn't that what Kevin Durant did? He did that. Yeah, but he was he did it and went to a team that was minutes away from their championship. So that's what it is. It's the head-to-head matchup is what it is. It's not just that, man. Look, Chris Paul, when he goes to San Antonio, Which is, it's they have Kawhi Leonard, right? That's it. That's the only superstar they have on that team. That's it. Well, LaMarcus Aldridge recently unfollowed the Spurs on Twitter. So well, maybe he's out. So then if he's out, then even more so for Chris Paul to go there. Yeah, I don't that, think it's going to change anything. No, I don't think so either. That's and, that's, and, that's, and that proves my point. It's not going to make them any better. Not with, not with, not, not if Aldridge leaves and and allegedly they're shopping Danny Green for mm-hmm. way too much. So they're uh, probably so going to bring Chris Paul and Kevin Blake Love Griffin or Blake Griffin. Maybe. I mean, because I heard that they wanted to go together. Yeah, I don't so, know why. Me but. either. But yeah, if they're able to play somewhere together, that would be trouble. I mean, heck, that that same duo. I mean, I know the the. Rockets are interested in possibly, you know, getting Paul. I even heard like Paul Millsap, Kyle Lowry. Uh, mm-hmm. They're they're looking for some one of those guys to come here if they can, which would help out the Rockets some. Uh, but I, I used to want Kyle Lowry to come back to the Rockets, but not now. I don't think he'll work in the system that they're in right now. He would need the ball more, mm-hmm. and I think Harden already has that locked up. Well, that's what I understand about Chris Paul, and that's why I think San Antonio would be the best option for Paul. But if Manu opts back into his contract, like people are saying he is, uh, Tony Parker's still on the books. Patty Mills, like I don't know how he's going to fit in in San Antonio. I don't know either. Um, even in Kawhi Leonard, I think when Kawhi Leonard has played his best, it's when he's had the ball in his hands. Right. And he's been able to back down. He's not going to beat anybody off the dribble really. You know, he can, but that's not his You know, his real game. He's not going to um, – he needs the ball in his hands. And Chris Paul is going to do that. And Chris Paul will dribble and dribble and dribble yeah. and dribble and, and find the open man, but that's not Spurs basketball. It's not. So you're so, right. I don't know that's how that's going to work either. Yeah. I really don't. So, um, But like, like you said, where else is he going to go? I would like to see – Chris Paul, not even leave Los Angeles. Just you know, you don't even have to leave the stadium. You know, just just switch jerseys. You know, he can't play for the Sparks. <laughs> well, they were, we were the same colors, okay. but he didn't even have to leave the stadium. Don't have to buy a new house. Don't have to do anything. Like just just stay just stay in L.A. So what that means? Uh, Lonzo Ball comes off the bench. Sure, <laughs> I'll do that. He can go to the Clippers. <laughs> he can go to the Clippers. So you just trade him straight up? Oh, straight up! Really? With the quickness, he the, could. They could the have Lonzo Ball twenty seven and twenty eight. If I had Lonzo Ball right now, I wouldn't even do that. You wouldn't trade him for Chris Paul? I wouldn't. Chris Paul has what? Maybe maybe three more years left of really good basketball. Can you imagine? Can you imagine what Lakers fans would say if Lonzo Ball did turn out to be like the greatest point guard ever? I have a feeling that if they could just just hypothetically, it's not going to happen. But if they could hypothetically speaking, flip that get Paul George to come there, flip Lonzo Ball for Chris Paul, and then get LeBron James, what would you do? What is your fascination <laughs> with LeBron James going to the Lakers? You know, I just heard people start talking about it, and I didn't want to believe it. But then as I keep seeing these so called experts saying it's going to happen, like I mean, man, seriously, you know. His wife wants to live in Los Angeles. They already own a home in Brentwood. Like, I'm, I'm not making this up. Like, they are literally saying, like, this is a very good possibility that he 
opts out and goes to Los Angeles. Like he wants to do, he wants to be in movies. He wants to like, I'm not making it up. Like I didn't, and I'm not even a huge LeBron James fan, but if he puts on that purple and gold, watch out LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see it happening. I think I might've heard this rumor once. No, it's, it's there. But I, I don't see it happening. But you know, with, with what's going on there, they're with them losing their general manager. Chauncey Billups doesn't even know if he wants to go there. Right. Kyrie Irving allegedly told some Team USA members that, hey, if if th- this goes the way it's supposed to go and LeBron leaves, I'm going to ask to be released too. So, if, I mean, if, if if he's already seen the writing on the wall and if this comments that, you know, all the speculation was going around saying that they – they being Cleveland basketball players told Jimmy Butler to stay away from Cleveland. Like, get, get, don't even bring that up. And that's how he gets to Minnesota. Things are right in, in Believe Land. It's not. Cle- Kevin Love's possibly going to be dealt, you know, very, very soon. So how soon would this happen, LeBron James coming to the Western Conference? Man, you know. <laughs> Can you imagine? The, the cynic in me? The cynic in me says this. If, if they Cleveland doesn't do anything right now, I don't think Dan Gilbert wants to be messed over by LeBron again. And I think Dan Gilbert is cocky enough, as we've seen with the firing of his general manager. Um, if you don't trade him, you're not going to get anything for him. Right. So this time, you get rid of him first and see what happens. Can you imagine, though? Oh, can you, I can imagine. Can you imagine, I can imagine. This, can you imagine the Western <laughs> Conference, though, right? You have the Golden State Warriors. You have LeBron James and the Lakers. You have San Antonio. You have the Rockets. And then who comes out of the East? <laughs> it won't matter. The Raptors? <laughs> well, maybe, maybe. Maybe. Oh, Milwaukee my God. Bucks. The Milwaukee or, Bucks? Yeah, the Celtics. That will, oh, my God. But, yeah. So, I mean, but Kevin Love, they they, they were shopping him around like crazy. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we see a deal with him really, really soon. If we haven't seen one already that we don't know about. But San Antonio was possible an option for them, uh, for him. Um Several places were in in the running for George. I mean, I'm sorry for Love. So maybe maybe that happens. But I just I don't know how somebody he goes from where Kevin Love was at with Minnesota a few years ago to now just being a pawn and mm-hmm. just trying to move him. Let me tell you something right now. Love is Love has never really been that good, man. What are you talking about? Love has never really been that good. This man. dude, you're talking about a thirty thirty guy. You know, Here like we go the, with the numbers again. <laughs> the numbers. This Kevin Love is. I mean, I think he he's he he reminds me of what happened with Lamarcus Aldridge in San Antonio. That's not Lamarcus Aldridge's game. That's not his game. Lamarcus Aldridge was best when he was able to get the ball in his hands, either back up and the fadeaway shots that he's missing. Let me tell you something right now. Before. Let me tell you something right now. If you're in the NBA and you're playing alongside the best player in the world, that's going to make you better. I don't care what anybody says. You can't go into a situation where you're playing alongside LeBron James and then after you come out or you get traded and then you say, oh, I wasn't playing my game there. Sure you can. LeBron James, whenever LeBron James plays with somebody, he makes that person better. What's your fascination with LeBron? What do you mean? Is he not? Okay, is he the best player in the world right now? You have to think about it. Maybe. Maybe what? Based on what? I mean, if he's hurt, there's this guy that wears number 35 that plays in Oakland that's actually pretty good. You're talking about who you talking about? Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant? Yeah. You think, okay. I said maybe. I didn't, I didn't say, there is no maybe. maybe. There is no maybe, okay? In your opinion. I mean, look, Kevin Durant, same thing goes with Kevin Durant. Let's say Kevin Durant and LeBron James trade places. You put Kevin Durant on Cleveland and you put LeBron James on that Golden State Warriors team. Do you know what LeBron James would do? 
I don't think it's Adam just, Silver. <laughs> Adam Silver might have a heart attack. You're right. You're right. But, but the stats that he would, it would make what Russell Westbrook did look foolish. Okay. LeBron James, will, you already know how I feel about Draymond Green on that team and what he does for that team. And then LeBron is like eons better at everything that Draymond does. It would be ridiculous. It would be, it would be, it would be interesting. It would be interesting. I'm, all I'm saying is when Kevin, there's certain types of players. And when you get people like Kyrie Irving and LeBron James who need the ball in their hands, who takes, you know, a lot of shots, Kevin loves shot attempts maybe there, but they're not the type of shots that get a center into the flow of the basketball game. And so I think that's where. So it's you're at. calling Kevin Love a center now? That's what he plays. He's a powerful, or he's a center. That's what, what he did is. he do when he was in Minnesota? He was, I mean, his statistically. I no, 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 no. Not talking about statistics. What did he do? What was his role on that team? He was there. He was it. He was the guy. He that was, was the it. Man. Yeah. That's all they had. And he was averaging, what, 25 and But 13? that's why. Because that's all that they had. So he went down. I don't know what his percentage was. I'm pretty sure it wasn't that great. So they, what they went down is like, you know, you're our only option. You have the chance to rack up all these stats. And that's what happened. But he didn't make the Minnesota Timberwolves a better team. They were a bad team already. Yeah, and they didn't were. make them better either, though. Yeah, I mean, I, so. I, there's only so much you could do. But, I mean, you've got Love, you've got Aldridge, you've got, you know, Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, like we were talking about. I mean, and then you've got teams, in the, if those teams stay in the Western Conference, I think we're, we're in for a treat, like you were alluding to in the West. But then I think that just opens up the door for a team like Boston, uh, on the East because they stacked up. They're going to be a really, really good basketball team um, with the with the picks that they've made. Uh, picking up Jason Tatum from Duke, uh, that that was a huge a huge pickup for them. But the team I'm really most concerned with is my man Phil Jackson's team. Oh yeah, that's a mess over there, man. I feel I I wonder what's going on with him, man. He's falling asleep everywhere. You know, mm-hmm. he's he's passing up on trades. They had an opportunity to get rid of Porzingis, who's a good football basketball player. You would trade Porzingis for what they had offered to them. You know, what was the during art? the draft, they had several things. They had from the Celtics, uh, allegedly, it was Jalen Brown, um, Crowder, the number seventh, no, the number three pick, and they were the Celtics were going to make a trade for another first round pick for them for Porzingis. Hmm. That's a lot. It is. That's a lot. They could have got the guy that they wanted. Uh, marketing and they, you know, they didn't do it. They didn't pull the. That trade. means they had, they really didn't really want to trade him. Then feels high or something. Phil don't know what he's doing right now. Like I don't. I mean, that would have been a great opportunity for them to make that team better because now with all this stuff talking, Porzingis leaves. You get nothing, zero. I know he's on a contract for a couple more years, but you get nothing. Melo's not happy. Porzingis isn't. But happy. Melo wants to stay in New York for some reason. Nah, I don't know. That's another Maybe guy right there, man. He's he's in the same category with Dwight Howard as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Like, I I can't understand. This guy, he should be as good, if not better, than Kevin Durant. He's going to be he's gonna be a rocket. Oh, please. <laughs> please, though. He's going to be a rocket. Please, though. Choke City. I'm still, oh, God. <laughs> I will still be a Rockets fan, but please, no. I, I won't be able to deal with it. I just won't. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't do it. I just, I don't get these guys, man. And and I guess it's all between their ears, though. I mean, it's just, I don't know what goes on up there. I just wish that, especially players like, I, I want well for everybody, but players like, you know, Melo, who's a household name, who's a very, very, he's an elite basketball player when he wants to be. Um, but I don't know. Even calling him elite 
he's elite scorer. Elite scorer. That's that's yeah. I mean, he 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 could be a a damn good elite scorer, but well, James Harden is an elite scorer. Yeah, yeah, but they both lack on the defensive end hard. (laughs) (laughs) And you bring him over here? Oh my god! It'll be one hundred and fifty to one. They'll be olaying everybody. Let's go ahead, score as long as we get our trip back. I mean, I I can't. I couldn't do it though. No, 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 no. But the only thing I'm hoping, you know. In the early 80s, we saw a lot of, you know, young kids taken. So you saw Magic and Birder. And I'm not trying to compare Lonzo Ball and Markel Fultz and Josh Jackson and them to, you know, Bird and Magic. But there's always that changing of the guard. Right, right, right. You see that's happening. And I'm hoping that these kids can can live up to it. But I'm going to tell you right now, I know that this world was stuck on Markel Fultz and Lonzo Ball. But remember the name Josh Jackson. I think every the three teams that pass on him are going to regret it. No, I I agree. Yeah, I think he he landed in Phoenix, which I think is going to be a great spot for him. Him and Devin Booker, and allegedly uh, Bledsoe was on the trading block. But with Josh Jackson, man, that kid can play. No, no, I agree. I agree. Yeah. And you know, I I didn't really bring it up because I do still think that Markel Fultz is the man. He is the number one pick in the draft. You have to pick him. Um, but as far as number two goes, man, I I, I think I would have chosen him over uh, Lonzo Ball. Yeah, yeah, they, that's just me personally. Yeah, we 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 messed up, but it's all it's all right. It'll work out. I'm, I'm behind Lonzo, and when we get Levar on the show, then we'll we'll hype it up. Maybe maybe he'll maybe he'll get us some. Some shoes, some ball. Would you wear them? No, I wouldn't wear them. The big no. ball of shoes, you wouldn't no. wear them? What you, if, you just what, told me they were ugly. What They are. But what if <laughs> what if LeVar, LeVar Ball just said, you know, we're here. I got you. Yeah, son. I'll take them. Sell them on eBay. No, that's messed up. <laughs> that's messed up. I, 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 I'm I, a shoe guy. I am. But you said they were ugly. Why would I want to run around wearing ugly shoes? I don't like wearing ugly shoes. They're a big baller brand, man. They're going to make you feel like a baller. No, nah, man. They don't get jacked for nothing. <laughs> no, nah, man. Not going to do it. <laughs> Yeah, but man, it was a. I, th- I think we're in for a lot more with this. The impending free agency, July first mm-hmm. is around the corner, but I, th- I think we're going to see a lot of movement, and hopefully, the Western Conference continues to improve. Hopefully, LeBron James gets to don number twenty three or number six for the Lakers, whichever one he wants. Um, we'll we'll help him out with that. Uh, but that would be absolutely insane oh yeah that would be ridiculous the the yeah it would be yeah it would be crazy yeah could you imagine all the media attention with lavar ball and lebron james <laughs> oh my god it'd be a circus it would be, be an a, absolute circus it'd be a circus but yeah, I, I don't think it's gonna happen though i really don't i mean the, it, that wouldn't be good for the nba why i don't think it would why because Le- it'll be the, it'll be the reverse effect you know how everybody was waiting for the finals for lebron and the and the, the Cavaliers go up against Durant and the Warriors. This time it'll just be like, okay, we're not going to tune into the finals. Okay, you said you don't believe in conspiracy theories, theories right? No, I don't. I don't. Okay, believe so it. Are, believe who it. are the two most successful franchises in NBA? The Lakers history? and the Celtics. Okay, so if you remove LeBron James from Cleveland, Kyrie Irving does his thing. Who now takes over being the number one team? In the Eastern Conference, Boston Celtics. Mm-hmm. But that now you move. But Paul, mean, so now you move Paul George and LeBron James to Los Angeles. No one else is going to knock off the Warriors. I think that's a given. Now, if the Lakers become the top seed in the in the Western Conference, 
and the you can tell I have too much time on my hands. Right? right, right. And now the Celtics become the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. What? It's a match made in heaven. Lakers versus Celtics. And we're so back. Who, who's, a, who's a superstar on the Celtics? Isaiah Thomas. Probably. No, no. See, that's, He's that's, not a superstar? Hell no. <laughs> Dang. No, he's not, not a superstar. How? Not yet. He's just a star? Yeah, I, I guess. He's, a, he's an all-star. Okay. Because it, it's superstar... Star, all star, all star is just a you know a, a good NBA player. To okay, be. when Gordon Hayward goes there this summer, that's that that to the Celtics. Yeah, man, there's a lot. Brad Stevens, in the NBA. Brad Stevens was his college coach, which I think that he appreciates, and I think he's gonna want to go back over there. If they land him, I think that's gonna make a big difference. And then if the Celtics can you know make a couple more moves. I think they're gonna be all right. They're good already. But you add a Gordon Hayward with an Isaiah Thomas, take the ball out of his hand some, and it's going to be, I'm telling you, it's going to be interesting. Watch those sell. I hate to admit it. I hate to admit no, it. No, but, but that's that's a team. That's a team you think about that if we're, look, we're talking like this is really going to happen. This is not going to happen. LeBron, man, I'm, I'm just LeBron. telling you about the rumors that are out there, man. LeBron is staying on the Eastern Conference, man. <laughs> He'll, You're not going to be able to sleep tonight thinking about that. He's staying. Because it, it would be ridiculous. Like, it would be no point. He, in, he will not play in the Eastern Conference again. He will, if he if he's not in Cleveland, he will not play. In fact, if 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 he leaves Cleveland and stays in the East, we can like, I don't know. We'll like. Uh, since I'll do you, something since crazy. you put it that way, I can more so see it happening now. Because okay. where else he's going to go in the East? He can't go back to Miami. Can we shake? Can we pick a bet? Like we'll like, I'll shave your hair off if if he <laughs> if he goes to the West. <laughs> no, no, I, I can see. No, look, look, it's not about the shade with the hair. When you, when you put it that way, like let's just say he just does not want to come back to Cleveland. He has to go to the West. Oh, okay, yeah. Like he can't, unless he goes to the Celtics. <laughs> I hope not. Because <laughs> that's the only team that he can really go to, unless he brings somebody else. Let's say him and Paul George go somewhere. Oh, they go to Miami. I don't want to think about that. So we discuss Mark, Markel Fultz. Lonzo Ball, we both think that Fultz will have the better career. A lot of stuff going on in the NBA. Uh, I don't even remember a time where it was like this much possibilities Mm-mm. to happen in the NBA. I mean, there's so much going on. It used to be all hush-hush. Like, right, you didn't know anything, right. and now it's everything. It's just right, something. right, right. So, so, I, I, so I, I need to bring this up real quick. So you don't like San Antonio uh, fans. Correct. Okay. You, you clown Houston stuff all the time. But you live in Texas, so <laughs> I, I'm not associating myself with you besides Dang. the show. I, <laughs> I love Texas. It's just sometimes we're we're I don't, we're blind, man. We we just think our teams are the best ever. We don't we it, we it's forbidden to talk about a team, even though you love them. And you talk about the Cowboys. Like like, I, I talk about the Cowboys all the time. I talk about Tony Romo. I talk about about them all. I'm not that much of a homer. Uh, and but so, that's you you. If you're a fan, it's just like what you said about Lonzo Ball. You're gonna ride with him to the end, even though you don't think he's gonna do much. Right, you're but still, I'm still gonna, gonna ride talk with trash him. about him. Yeah, if he does bad poorly. I mean, I talk trash about my kids when they miss shots and right. stuff like that. Right, but right, I mean, right. I'm, I'm gonna. I mean, it's one thing to be a fan, and then there's one thing just to be, you know, just completely oblivious to everything else that's going on. So, so basically, what you're saying is okay. So a homer is just like let's say Brock Osweiler was still with the Texans. And you're just walking around saying Brock Osweiler is going to take this team to a We're Super Bowl. Win, yeah. Okay. It's not going to happen. Okay. I you know, or like, or like putting 
Akeem Olajuwon in your top five number one picks all the time. That's a homer. The show is done, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you guys know, we'll have a new host next week because that was a third strike. I don't know who it's going to be, but we'll have a new host. Okay. <laughs> I hate your guts. Thanks for listening to the new channel sports podcast. Leave comments. Please rate the podcast with five stars and don't forget to subscribe. Check out the podcast daily for sports news and scores Thursdays for the take of the week and every Tuesday and Saturday for discussions on hot sports topics.